0: Professor flimflam she's wonko and this is episode 21 season two and today we're looking at um, another classic episode the lost mariner it was a dark and stormy night it was that is how it begins well done yeah I thank you good memory
1: this is yesterday you watched <laughs> it and everything um yeah <laughs> so in many ways it would have made more sense if this episode had immediately followed up our last seafaring episode it would um, but it doesn't we had the price in between
0: <laughs> but it doesn't Definitely, matter it
1: makes less sense it doesn't matter well it, it, i guess it no. it wouldn't really because they were on a merchant ship and when we when they left ulysses island they were on their own ship it is the same ship i will say that
0: yes they only have yes. one ship um <laughs> uh, it's the same ship as is uh the ship they end up on as is the ship that's chasing the, sh- the ship they end up on
1: yes yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had to get a, lot a busy of, little ship yeah a lot of uh, nautical mileage out of his ship um, yeah <laughs> so we begin with xena and gabrielle going down but not that way <laughs> 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 <Ba-da-bum-peesh> yes. um, because it's actually a shipwreck um mm-hmm. and then gabrielle gets rescued by a mysterious seaman but not that way <laughs> listen ew don't just don't live <laughs> in with me okay um, all right now this guy is played by the candy man himself tony todd one of the best guest stars that Zena's ever had i think absolutely he's yeah. so
0: charismatic he's brilliant he is,
1: he is. he's like um because you know how like one of the conceits of this episode is that he thinks someone has to fall in love with him yes right um, if you were gonna have Xena fall in love with a man this season, why to be honest, why wasn't it yeah. him? Like, why why did you pick the last one? Yeah. What was the fuck? If you're gonna have Xena fall in love with yeah. a man on a ship who's um, offended Poseidon, this is the one you should have yeah. picked. I Absolutely. would have been less offended by this one. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'd I'd have been okay with this. <laughs> but that's not the point of this episode, but we'll,
1: you know, he's got to learn a different lesson.
0: Um Yeah. So basically, he's he's sailing the Black Pearl, isn't he? He's, yeah, um,
1: pretty much. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Ha- did Pirates of the Caribbean steal the plot of this episode? <laughs> let's do <laughs> recycled
0: it. Xena plot in my Disney franchise. <laughs> it's, it's more, more likely, likely than, than you
1: think. <laughs> um, shall we do a, a a scene by scene analysis? No, let's not. Um, well, let's
0: let's try not to do that.
1: No, let's not. So this is a really good um a really good pre credits opening sequence, this I think. Yes. It introduces all of the um the mythology and the stakes and the mystery and the drama. And yeah. Gab- it returns to Gabrielle's seasickness, you know, so we got a nice bit of continuity.
0: Which which makes a refreshing change. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. So yeah, she threatens yeah. that she's like, "Let me off the ship and onto the shore, where Zena probably isn't dread- isn't dead, um, because if you don't, I'm going to redecorate your deck with my vomit." Which is a nice- threats <laughs> as threats go, as threats go, is pretty good. Um yeah. It- But yeah, it turns out it turns out that um, the cannon fodder that came on board with her is going to demonstrate why this is a bad idea.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've got. Uh gab Gabrielle clings to the wreckage, is rescued and brought aboard the Black Pearl along with a red shirt.
1: Yes, he, he's
0: so he's so clearly a red shirt when he comes on board thing. I've never seen this man before in my life <laughs> i I imagine i I won't see much more of him,
1: yeah, at least he got some lines though
0: he did so so the setup here is that Seacrops has in some way offended Poseidon mm-hmm. which we'll we'll learn a bit more about later. Um, and has been doomed to sail the seas for eternity. Um, and the only clue he's got as to how this could be stopped is love Love will redeem you. Yeah. Um, but he, he as, as you say, he, he thinks that means someone has to fall in love with me, and, and basically he's got a ship full of scabby old pirates. So it's not impossible, but probably I mean, not what Poseidon had in mind.
1: They're in ancient Greece, you know? It's a bit of male male yeah. action it's pretty standard isn't it? surely they liked an age gap but C. is 300 years old so <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> well, I'm just saying even if he did shack up with his like 60 year old looking first mate that is quite a significant age gap you know so he should it's, be it's happy it's a bit of a <laughs> it's
0: it's still a, it's still a better gap than uh, the doctor and Rose Tyler yeah exactly <laughs> And people love that ship. Um, they do.
1: So yeah, uh, Cannon fodder is like, I'm not staying here. You can't keep me, and leaps off the ship and gets killed by some green light.
0: Yeah, it's not not even CGI. It's just bad. <laughs> it's a green filter.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not brilliant CGI. Let's just say there's not brilliant CGI in this episode. And be done. <laughs> like.
0: okay (laughs) we get a recycled shot later which is we do we get we we get poseidon again because they've spent a whole 25 dollars on that effect (laughs) exactly so they're gonna get that this is why i mean
1: this is why we've got another in addition to uh rob tappert bought the boat this is why we've Mm. got another seafaring episode so quickly after ulysses Uh, Yeah. Is because they had to get their money's worth in this production cycle out of that CGI um, Poseidon. Yeah. So Agreed. it appears yet again. <laughs> but we'll come <laughs> to that. We're 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 getting a slightly ahead of ourselves. So, uh, Gabrielle um, stares out at this at the land in horror as she realises that she's now separated from Zena by, uh, being on the cursed ship of sea crops, um, yes. and. Um, the candy man gives a good line. Zina is the lucky one, even if she drowned, which is a nice. Is it? It's a good line to end uh, the intro on before we go into the the theme music. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes, but Gabrielle's pretty confident that Zena won't have drowned, and she's right to despite be. The, yeah, <laughs> despite the candy, the candy man saying of having said, "Oh yeah, she'll she'll have drowned. Yeah, she'll be dead now." Yeah, pushing up seaweed. Harsh. Oh shit! that's a good line (laughs) that's a good line yeah uh
1: but no she's not dead uh some pirates are chasing her on land now you know which is uh, and yes you'd think they would you know they pirates chasing you on the sea that's one thing but like when they follow you onto land you know they've got they're really pissed off about you
0: um are they are they like um seals or penguins are they quite unwieldy on land
1: well we see that like they're they, pretty bad they, they don't they don't manage to catch her there's like there's like a dozen of them or something all chasing her and she just gives them the slip yeah easily. i think it's <laughs> she's like, not even got her sword like, <laughs>
0: like, no i think it's a ratio of something like eight to one and i just think why do they even try yeah with why, odds like that <laughs> why
1: even bother you need quite a lot more in fact yeah. you you can fight with 300 persians and and she'll still beat you so true, as we'll see halfway through <laughs> the next
0: season. Um, oh, that's one to look forward to. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, the pirates want Xena because apparently a New York rabbi has got a price on her head. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, Mordecai.
1: Mordecai. I mean that. I'm sorry. That's not <laughs> a guy. That's 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 definitely that's definitely a rabbi from Brooklyn. I'm convinced of it. It is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um what hey, Mordecai. guy a guy
1: yeah so
0: Mordecai, um, what a guy
1: <laughs> so anyway we go back to the ship we cut back and forward between the ship and the land for a bit yeah. but mostly when we cut back to the land it's just xena getting closer to the shore
0: yeah and it's a little bit little bit running. of fighting a little bit of chasing
1: yeah, yeah fight, fight fight chase chase but what's happening on the ship is is more important um which is Gabrielle getting some attention from some creepy old men who haven't seen a woman in a uh, hundred years.
0: Yeah, so there's, there's Captain Captain comb over, is her yeah her <laughs> chief suitor. Uh, what is he called? Amtrak. Orid.
1: He's got, Amtrak. Is that yeah, something <laughs> like that?
0: Amtrak. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's some
1: name like that. Uh, he tries to get yeah. her to to eat ash to settle her stomach, which sort of would work because of the charcoal. But yeah. like, it's not pleasant. <laughs> it's not pleasant to think about. It's it's not not with all the 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 lip licking he does. Yeah. And, the, and that's uh, all fo- that's all in as well to make it as gross as possible. You know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh. Um. But yeah, so yeah. she gets uh, given the position as the ship's cook, um, because she Wh- which I, I think can- is. <laughs> It's partly part to say? keep her
0: out of the way of all the old pervs.
1: Yeah, like Seacrop said, I can see you've got some history. You've got some uh, history <laughs> with, with food, experience with food, experience with food, and I'm like, yeah, c- yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Because he's seeing that she's vomiting, and oh my god, she's eaten before. She must be a chef. That makes sense. <laughs> like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's just being. He's just being dry.
1: Yes, that's um, quite hilarious. Dex. <laughs> 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 excellent um she also rifles through his we cabin get... which is full of pretty things It has so got many pretty thing in it what were you going to say sorry yeah. i interrupted you
0: well i was going to say we 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 get the we get the backstory at this point so yeah. she's she's like you say rifling through his cabin and finding all these you know pearls and jewels and um he, he, there's a there's a setup yeah this statue there's a setup that actually never pays off I was kind of waiting I remember waiting for this statue to play a bigger part he says do you know the story of the the, the speaking head of Athena or something it was the lost Athena
1: of some way or other
0: it was that Athena asked asked
1: about the story or brought the story up this idea that yeah, the she, statue she, was yeah so she wants beautiful. to tell him stories yeah but we can't see them so she's not telling good stories. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, will we ever get over that joke no we're gonna keep yeah, that one forever um I think
0: athens
1: <laughs> <laughs> picture it athens 300
0: years athens. ago <laughs> <laughs> and what happened in athens 300 years ago it's the founding story of athens mm. and there's a, a a rivalry between athena and poseidon as to who which is going to be the, the patron of the city and that the people make their choice then basically yeah, Athena and Poseidon do uh, do their party tricks to see you which know. which one's the, the the this new um citizens of the city go for and they and they pick they pick Athena
1: yeah, and because unfortunate gave them the we wheel prefer yeah, to water yeah 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 <laughs> I can see why you can see why you know he made a spring come out of the Parthenon. We're like, we were using that Parthenon. <laughs> Doesn't was, quite was make sense because up the, a... the Parth wasn't the Parthenon a temple to Athena. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: can't remember that so, anyway. Um, anyway. so they they select Athena, and basically, Poseidon shoots the messenger. So yes. the arbiter uh, was some guy called Sea Crops. Dun, dun, dun. Poseidon take poseidon takes out all his infantile rage and jealousy on seacrops and dooms him to a, a life at sea he can he can never set foot on shore until he's redeemed by love which yeah. is unfortunate because um he is already in love with someone called tyrae a girl called Tirai. yeah uh and they they wave at each other from. She's on the clifftop, He's on his boat. And then one day, they have a bit of a. Didn't turn up. Long distance relationship. For oh, not even that not even that long. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs>
1: yeah. So yeah. Um, clearly, she didn't love Sea Crops as much as Xena loves Gabrielle, though, because she never jumped onto the ship. Yes. If that had mm, if. If my one true love had been cursed by Poseidon to live on a ship, I would have gone on the ship with him. Her. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Wait, what? If my wife was cursed (laughs) to live on a ship, I would go and join her on the ship. But That's what I did. That's what I actually
0: did. My my wife was cursed to work on a cruise ship for a couple of years. (laughs)
1: And I, I did go and join her. You went and lived on a cruise ship. This is new information.
0: Well, I had a cruise. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Love redeemed her <laughs> she came home. That explains a lot. Yeah, d- d- um, yeah. She she worked as a, a, a obviously as a nurse because that's that's what that's she, what she does. do yeah. um, on a, on a cruise ship. Did did three different tours tours of duty. So it was a duty, yeah, and I, I, um, yeah, so I got, a, I got a cheap got cruise actually which cruise was out lovely. That's that's the main yeah.
1: thing, isn't it? That's what Zena gets yeah. out of this episode is a cheap cruise. Um, <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, we've got a classic Beauty and the Beast setup here, where Seacrops is Sea is the cursed and needs someone to love him, and here we have the yes. first woman on the ship for two hundred years. <gasps> Gasp! Is this what's going to happen? Uh but no, because we're not in compet week. We've had our compet oh, right. episode for the season. Yeah. What actually happens is uh, Xena, who is still being chased by pirates, um, mm-hmm. gets to the edge where she's going to be able to, you know, jump through the ship. Seacrops tries to avoid this because he doesn't want someone else, um, doing themselves on his ship with them. Yeah. Um but she shakrams his sail down. His sail, I think, would be very ineffectual because it's got a lot of holes in it. But oh, absolutely, yeah, it's useless. Um, but... Yeah, sort of useless-looking sail. But hey, what can you do? Um, so she shakrams the sail down so that the the boat doesn't sail off, and then she uses her experience in the Athens Youth Olympics, uh, <laughs> which was hi- her her. <laughs> Her um, disciplines were high bar and diving, so she does a swing, swing, swing right on <laughs> the bar, gets onto a springy bit of branch, and then leaps yes. off. This is a cla- This is like the classic Xena season two moment, isn't it?
0: Absolutely, it, yeah. This is this is. Re- I know we use the word iconic a lot, but this is this, a really iconic scene. This is iconic. It says. It says so much about the show. <laughs> yes, it says physics. Look. I think Newton isn't even going to be born for another 2,000 years, so we don't need to worry about that.
1: Do you know, that's so it, exactly it, it says, what my wife said. She can do this because Newton hasn't invented physics yet.
0: I know, she texted me that and I'm passing her joke off as mine.
1: Aha! I'd written it down in the attempt to pass it off as mine. Oh, but man, when I put this episode on this morning to watch it... Um, Uh, And uh, she was, um, she saw it, she saw what it was at the start, and her eyes lit up. She was like, Is this the one where she does that ridiculous jump? And I'm like, Yes, Yes. it is! You know, of all the few episodes that she's seen, this one is stuck in her head. The ridiculous jump.
0: Of course it is. Of course it is. So boing, boing,
1: boing, off the thing, and then ridiculous somersaulting leap, physics defying, all to the tune of New Potential Soulmate of the Week. yeah it's classic absolute classic you know
0: that's the that's the tune they use for romantic gestures it is and <laughs> um importantly it's made really clear that the romantic gesture is for gabrielle's benefit Absolutely. not because she's heard that Seacrops is in a bit of trouble and needs yeah the curse lifting it is my best friends on that boat Best friend in quotation marks. Best friend, yeah. special friend, my special friend. Yeah, is in best.
1: Boat. It's best friend. That's nineties code.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> Life partner.
0: Yeah, um, so that, that's that's so really sweet.
1: They have such a gay reunion here, right? Gabrielle goes and throws herself into Zena's arms. Zena's holding up the chakram as if to say, "Nobody interrupt this gay moment." And then <laughs> yeah. she spends, she spends a minute or two fussing over her hair, checking she's all right, and all that shit. Meanwhile, Seacrops and his first mate, uh, was it Hasim, Is that his name?
0: Uh, hello, hello. They, look,
1: it, they uh... look back and forth at each other. Like there's a, quite a lot of like in season two. There's quite a lot of this guest star of the week sort of looking on at Zena and Gabrielle being really yes. gay to each other, and, and like a react the reaction of the guest star to how gay they are um <laughs> it's quite a lot of that so yeah yeah the,
0: you've mentioned you mentioned the first mate um who we think is called Hidsim. sim um he's he's nice he's nice isn't he he's one of the nice gay pirates
1: yeah they're all gay pirates on this ship i think
0: apart, apart from captain Comover.
1: <laughs> apart from him no he mean like you know he never does anything that bad he feeds Gabrielle some raw squid but that's not a euphemism um yeah
0: which, which of us <laughs> hasn't done that
1: Exactly. um. So the pirates are now going to follow them. That's their plan. They're going to get on their ship and follow them now. Because everybody mm-hmm. knows that Seacrops has got a lot of treasures. Everyone also knows that he yes. get if you're a pirate ship that gets anywhere close to him, he will destroy you and bring you onto the ship to become part of his cursed crew. But
0: pirate, yeah. main, main some pirate user.
1: Yeah, main pirate guy, who, his name we did look up, but I've immediately forgotten it.
0: or something like that it
1: starts with a b so we'll just call him bing bong
0: um so (laughs) (laughs) so bing bong see if you can see if you can identify one of wonko's favorite films from that (laughs) (laughs) who's your friend who likes to play bing bong
1: bing bong (laughs) um i actually wrote um i wrote a continuation of that song um for a class of kids uh, and it included the line, um, he's this film's answer to Jesus. <laughs> because he sacrifices himself so that Riley can live. But
0: sacrifices himself so going, that Joy what, can
1: live. What are you, what are you talking about? This We're is, talking about um, the movie Inside Out. Everyone knows. Inside Out. Yeah.
0: All right. Everybody knows. Well, now, edit that out then. Edit that here,
1: out. I won't. No. Huh. I'm not going to. Um, yeah. Now, here's the question. Which Xena episode did um, they steal the plot of Inside Out from? <laughs> oh, God. I'm assuming that all Pixar movies have had their plots stolen from Could a Xena be. episode.
0: Could be, yeah. Is it? Is it Remember Nothing or something where we discover that we need the, the dark side of Xena <gasps> to get all the good stuff? Is it that, it's that kind of thing, isn't it? Dun dun a dun! Bit. Discuss. Dun. Let's not discuss that. Let's discuss the episode we're actually talking about.
1: Okay, fine. Um. So, um, the pirate Bing Bong's gonna follow them because he's like, gazina has got on that ship, she must have a plan to break the curse. Um, now she did not yes. have a plan. She didn't have a plan, but now she's there. She's gonna break the curse anyway. Might, um, might as
0: well. Now I'm here.
1: Yeah, she's like, well, I guess now we're here. We're gonna break the curse. Um, this is when. Oh, hey, drops... I'll
0: tell you I'll tell you. Sorry, I, I'll tell you. a um, a detail we haven't mentioned yet and this might be what you're about to say is that at the at the time of the curse this is when Poseidon created Charybdis the, the yes, great this world i was about to see oh you you go on and say that then
1: <laughs> i was gonna say this is the point where Cecrops gives his sad backstory about his lost love because you introduced mm. that like earlier this, it was Zena he told that story to, not gabriel so um. So he got his lost love, whose eyes were the colour of this emerald that he's been carting about.
0: Massive emerald.
1: Yeah, giant, big fucker. Uh, and he also um tells the story at this point about Charyptis, who, which is a big whirlpool. Now, in yep. proper Greek mythology, Charyptus was not a whirlpool. It was a monster which created whirlpools. S- subtle distinction. Yes. Um, yes. And it was it was like, Charyptis was like the girlfriend of Scylla, who was a monster across the rocks. Um, basically, there were two big fuck off monsters in the sea, and I think yeah. Poseidon had spawned both of them by spunking into the sea somehow. I don't know, like I don't know what Poseidon spunked into
0: to get these monsters, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> I can't remember. That. I I forget the details.
1: Basically, there was like, so much spunking. Most of like are, aren't all of Poseidon's children monsters of some sort. Like, there's a big fuck-off Cyclops. This, there's yeah, Charyptis, yeah. which I think is a, a child of his. I think Scylla was too. I think Scylla and Charyptis are his. Yeah, yeah. I, can't I can't remember. Basically, Poseidon produces an awful lot of sea monsters. And land monsters, and monsters in general. Is Poseidon the biggest dick of all the Greek gods? He is in this show. Yeah,
0: he doesn't come across well in, in this one. No,
1: he doesn't say. come across well in any of any episode of Xena. He seems no, like a knob every time we meet him. Pose- Poseidon's mean. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, mm. so tells the sad story and Zenas like the the whirlpool, eh? That must be the- that must be part of the key. Let's return to the yeah. whirlpool. <laughs> Great idea. Um which he which um uh sea crops um uh, does tell them to go that way but he's like not committed to the idea yet of trying to break the curse so
0: yeah yeah he's he's a bit self-flagellating about it all isn't he yeah
1: yeah yeah that's true if this was um a different movie he would be stripping his shirt off and whipping himself on the back
0: but he would would, it's would not that movie the be um, the da vinci code <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so yeah.
1: Gabrielle has a nice, really sweet conversation with the team, the first mate. Yes. Who's a really nice guy, but also he's a bit of a, a trickster. He's a good bit of a comedian, you know. Um Yeah, he's fun. <laughs> he's fun. I really like I really like how he gets her both times yeah. with like <laughs> both of his jokes which are basically <laughs> the same joke. So he's like showing her how to how to weave a rope. And then he's like, yeah. of course, he, he hands it off his job, and then he says, of course, now you're cursed to do it for eternity. And she's like, what? And he's like, I'm kidding! I gotcha! Ah, 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 ah. I'm teasing you. Um, and then and then um, she asks him how he ended up there, and he tells her some bullshit story about rescuing a bus full of orphans. Um, yeah. And then he was like, no, nah, I got you again, I was a pirate, bitch. I,
0: I was a pirate. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> yeah, the... but he's very he's very kind. He's very sweet. He yeah. um he rescues her from Captain Combe over a couple of times. Yeah, and he he confides in her that he he has a daughter who should be about your age by now. So there's this kind of
1: this father parental. Thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's very it's, yeah. very it's very it's very sweet.
1: It's nice.
0: However, this sweet moment is interrupted by the arrival of pirates on the scene, and it's um obviously. Bing bong. Bing bong and his crew, yeah. um At this point, pop up Poseidon turns up. <laughs> to
1: say, he is. It is. It is the exact <laughs> recycled shot, isn't it? It is the exact. Oh one.
0: yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. So pop up, pop up Poseidon appears, um, and offers zina and Gabrielle free passage. Like, look, ladies, ladies, this isn't your fight yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go you you go i'm just gonna finish this guy off because he's he's a douche off you go and then, uh, no i think we'll i think we'll stay on this cursed ship heading yeah. towards a deadly whirlpool i think we'll stay thank you thank you but we'll stay
1: yeah because xena's like the only reason you're offering me this is because you know i'm on the right track basically yes. you know yeah. um which is true
0: <laughs> because he's yeah, just it's just
1: really that obvious
0: it's it's like it's like being on, it's like being on the Orient Express and and someone coming up to uh, Poirot and saying, "Eckle, look, we're having a lovely time, but th- there's a really nice hotel at the next stop. Why don't you get off? Why don't you get off the train?
1: Yeah,
0: and we'll just carry on without you. And, yeah, you know that'll be fine. that Carry be fine. on regardless. Um, sorry. Yes. <laughs> uh, so pop up the side and get it has a little little. Pissy fit and he says you'll you'll never you'll ne- you'll never set sea crops free love won't set, set sea crops free he doesn't even know where to look that's a hint <laughs> he says in a portentous <laughs> voice that's a clue well it is it is a big old clue yeah
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes
1: so the appearance of poseidon and the fact that um dina refuses to get off the the ship when she had the chance um, this convinces Big Bong even more that Zena knows what she's doing, and that he's going to get a chance yes. to attack Sea Crop's ship and get all those big emeralds and ship. Get the, get the booty, after, you know. And yeah. so they continue to chase. Um, yeah. then night falls, and Poseidon is doing one of his uh, same one of his uh, standard tricks for how to stop a ship getting somewhere he don't want it to go. Which is, give them a yep. bit of bad weather. That was like one of his two things that he did to Ulysses. <laughs> <laughs> one of the two things he tried to stop yeah, Ulysses keep, getting. He's not. Keep much. trying that,
0: Poseidon. Maybe it will work one day. He's just not much of a god, is he? Ooh, don't anger Poseidon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, if you were the god of the sea. And you yeah. can't actually stop someone getting from one place to another on the sea.
0: In a They're, ship full of holes. In a ship.
1: <laughs> like I mean, yeah. honestly, you're not trying that hard, or you're a bit shit, you know. He
0: he has limited ideas, certainly.
1: Yeah, I tell you what we have N- forgot to mention. Neither of which work. <laughs>
0: I What's tell that? you what we've
1: forgotten to mention, which is that at some point in near the beginning of the episode, uh, Gabrie- uh, Zina taught Gabrielle a pressure point mm. on her wrist.
0: Um, to stop her feeling seasick. Um, oh yeah, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago in the in the Ulysses episode, and um, yeah. Gabrielle throws does a little throwback to this as well. Yeah. So, um, Zena jabs her wrist in in pretty much the point where those seasickness bracelets go. So that, you know oh. maybe there's something. Maybe this is actually a. I think a functional. Might. Is it? I'm pretty sure. it's <laughs> yeah. Well. Do you know what i've used them and i've thought this is probably bullshit it's probably complete placebo effect but um, if it works i'm happy to be gullible about this shit
1: ah uh, uh, i can't I, make I, had, useful. I can't make my brain do that so placebo effect doesn't work on me if i don't if i know the thing is nonsense oh, i can't my make so myself hard. i know oh, it is hard i'm just
0: too clever i'm, just I'm too clever, clever so... to be
1: fooled by the placebo effect yeah that's my <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the the problems of poor Wonko's life.
0: Um, <laughs> too just, smart. I don't. I, have, I just don't know where to put all these jewels. It's, just just, it's awful. Cursed by intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but so so she does this pressure point thing, and Gabriel says you couldn't have told me this on uh, when we were on Ulysses' ship because she was and, feeling uh, sick about
1: a few things then. Ah, uh, <laughs>
0: certainly was. And see, and see. <laughs> Sina says, "Well, there are side effects, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Apparently, it it, not only does it stop you feeling seasick, but it also gives you removes any last shred of common sense you've got about (laughs) (laughs) eating raw squid.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it numbs the taste buds. That's all she said. Uh, You like so, so that you'll eat things even if they're not good for you, like raw squid. She's been going about eating raw squid for the whole episode." Um, it, quite I, hilariously, Gabrielle tentacles just trailing is, out of her mouth.
0: That's pretty yeah,
1: funny. Yeah, Gabrielle is is always good as a bit of a comic relief, a bit of yeah. a bit of a comic subplot of Gabrielle and Fish yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um,
0: yeah.
1: This um, there's a bad storm, and mm. um, Haseem comes to Zena and says, "Listen, Seacrops is gonna." is going to turn back when it's when when the when day breaks, basically. Because he's decided not to go to scriptures at all. And Zena's like, what the fuck are you doing? She goes to confront him. She's like, listen, bitch. Uh, I think you're just too much of a pussy to break this curse. And he's like, how dare you? Rah, rah, rah.
0: <laughs> I am, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: But Zena has recognized something in him, which is that it's the guilt mm-hmm. of all his hundreds of years of dooming people to be on yes. his cursed ship um yeah. and he has started to believe that he deserves his punishment and therefore he will never try to break the curse because he doesn't think but, that he deserves to have the curse broken because he hates himself so much you know
0: and it and it's a sort of self-fulfilling thing because the longer he lives the more people he's going to doom to
1: exactly
0: travel with him exactly. but she recognizes this this guilt and this fear of living yes so, you know, he's he's not he's not living a full life so um uh-huh.
1: yeah she's been there she's uh, she's been in this situation like when she buried her armor and her weapons and was gonna give up yeah and then she met gabrielle which is the main thing because love redeemed yes. her get it um
0: oh you're <laughs> right there's a parallel here <laughs> at this oh, point i've noticed that
1: yeah, at this point, Seacrops is like, listen, who's going to fall in love with me? He still thinks that it's about someone falling in love with him. Yes. And he has a quick crack yeah. at Xena, doesn't he? He's like, Xena, why did you refuse to leave? It's it's like sort of almost like, are you in love with me? And she's like, No. <laughs> no i'm
0: oh, not because
1: no. we're not we've already had cop pet week that was two weeks ago we're not in that episode yeah. two, Crops if and...
0: only if only we met you first then maybe.
1: yeah maybe you know maybe but not this mm. week um so bad storm continues to happen and mm. they have to go back up on the deck um and then Mary much sadness this is extremely sad this part um mm-hmm. because a big oh, crate is
0: proper proper sad
1: yeah a big crate is heading towards Crops, which wouldn't have killed him because he's immortal um yeah. but you know in the heat of the moment it seems just sees his boyfriend in trouble and mm-hmm. pushes him out of the way and ends up getting crushed by the crate instead and then yeah. he then he dies it's so sad
0: it is very sad. I'd forgotten that bit. I'd really, you forgotten that he got yeah. killed. It's kind of important. I forgot that he. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> no, this isn't the first time I've forgotten something important. Yeah, I know. It won't be the last. I know. Uh, I know.
1: Okay. <laughs> so this, like, Sea Crops, is really sad about this because even though everyone that comes onto the ship starts out as an enemy. It um, an yeah. enemies to friends. To lovers? No. I enemies love to us. friends yeah. situation. Um, because they, but you know, these, you, even um, your enemy, if you're like, stay with them for long enough, they become friends, don't they? So that's how you and I are still friends. Just like attrition. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, needs to start with. No, of course not. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a hilarious joke. Oh, right. Um, okay. It's sort of how I've got to tolerate my annoying colleague at work, though. Yes. Yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's sort of a moose yeah. tolerance that I have for her now as opposed to uh, I would like to s- take your skin off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, um, he's about, yeah. He's upset
1: about he's upset about it. scene. And I understand why. Because the guy seemed really nice. It was good yeah, that we got that. It was important that we got that um, two or three minute scene with him and Gabrielle being nice to each other. Um, because
0: like yeah, we we got emotionally invested in him.
1: Yeah, it's um, actually just, amazing. That it's good writing how quickly um, that we got yeah. emotionally invested in him. You know because like yeah, uh, we've been in this we've been with this character so briefly, and yet it was really quite um, affecting when he died. A sh- yeah, it was a, a
0: shocking thing, and, and he he that, lives long in he lives long enough for sea crops to say, "What did you do that for, you duffer? I'm I'm immortal," and yeah. and hits him says. I I saw you in trouble and I just reacted. I
1: cry. Yeah, yeah, That's sad. Um, yeah, that is
0: a that is a neat little bit of writing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, effective. And then part of the emotional effect, 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 emotional effect, whatever. Part of the emotion of it is seeing how Cyclops reacts to it. So he's really upset. Yeah, goes down into yeah. the goes down into his cabin and. Um, Like rages a bit, and then uh, Poseidon reappears, but not full CGI. Just the green light this time because they couldn't
0: afford this an extra (laughs) render. Yeah, they'll 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 notice if we do this if we use exactly the same clip again.
1: Well, yeah, because that was in the daytime, and this is nighttime. Yeah. So Poseidon has a chat with him, right? And this is our Mm. end of Act Four cliffhanger here, uh, because Poseidon says, "If you go to Carryptus and throw Xena into the whirlpool, I'll free you and your crew." because he's pissed off with Xena because she yeah. defied him, basically. And he's really, really insecure. He's, like, one of the most insecure Greek gods. He doesn't like yeah. it. When anybody, like, puts a toe out of line, he's like, fuck you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we saw that yeah, with so Ulysses. Yeah,
0: so he's... He's born this grudge against Seacrop for 300 years. Yep. Xena pisses him off one afternoon. It's like, no, you can go. Just give me no. give me the woman who... who Mildly insulted me.
1: Yeah, but she also she she um she did um fuck with him two weeks ago as well. You yeah, know. he he doesn't mention that.
0: He doesn't no, seem to but, remember that. But, yeah.
1: yeah, You can imagine that he stores it all up though. You can imagine he's got like a a book somewhere where he writes down his enemies list. <laughs> like you know,
0: <laughs> he's the Richard Nixon of the sea. He's, he's got he's got a, a page in his bullet journal yeah people who have wronged me Xena
1: <laughs> Crops, Ulysses there's all people that have <laughs> fucked with that have like that have fucked with him and beaten him because he sucks yeah <laughs>
0: So look, we're we're coming towards the the climax of the episode now, yes, aren't we? We're yes. we're getting there. We're we're getting closer and closer to charybdis and we're a bit worried because we think Sea Crops is is going to give xena up because that's quite a sweet deal. Get you know, freedom yeah. after three hundred years of servitude. I don't believe three hundred years before the mast.
1: I don't. I don't believe him. I don't believe Poseidon. I think this is a trick. Do you? Yeah, I think that he would go back on this because he's a capricious prick.
0: Capricious is absolutely the word for the gods.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So not that we're going to find out because obviously Seacrops does not uh, betray Xena. Spoilers.
0: No. no. You a
1: chance to. It's a chance to because they get to the whirlpool and they they start getting sucked down by the whirlpool. They're on the edge and the pirate yeah. ship also comes on the edge. They're chasing them round. And Gab, yeah. uh, Xena jumps up into the ship, you know, she climbs up to do something with the rigging or whatever. And um, Cecrops has the chance to cut a rope cut, and send her Yeah, cut, we cut the rope down. and send
0: her into, yeah.
1: And he's got her sword and he's got like, Oh, shall I cut the rope? And then he's like, no, I won't. And he tosses the sword up to Xena, right? Because he understands, he's finally understood the point of the curse. Yes. Yeah. Love redeems me. Yes, by which he bellows, he means, by which, of course, as we now understand, not mm. people's love for him, but his love for other yeah. people. <gasps> yes. Who would have thought that it was such a simple solution? Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's taken him it 300 years to sort it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, men. I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. This is actually, now,
1: not that I'm saying that Bo Burnham stole this from this episode of Xena. But this is basically the lyrics to a Bo Burnham song. Okay. Uh, do you know it? It's no. a song called From God's Perspective.
0: I I don't know who Bo Burnham is.
1: Oh he's a, a comedian slash musician. Oh, okay. I'll I'll send you a link to the song you'll enjoy it. Um uh, but basically the song okay. ends with <laughs> the song ends um I'm not gonna give you love just because I know that you want me to if you want love, then the love's gotta come from you. Um, right. So uh, basically, this song, this yeah. episode ends with a Bo Burnham
0: song. <laughs> <laughs> it it ends with a Bo Burnham song and with some terrible
1: CGI. Yeah, because he he throws himself into the whirlpool, and um, yes. the whirlpool is very much in the background, and <laughs> he is being filmed on a green screen. <laughs>
0: Well, there's there's also a point where it's clearly not him, but a, a poorly made mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> go, go and watch it. Go and watch it again. There's this doll being chucked chucked onto a green screen. Well, they're it's not going to throw poor. the
1: Candyman onto. They're not going to make the Candyman do his own stunts where they could make a model. <laughs>
0: <laughs> make, when they could make a, a shoddy model,
1: yeah the thing is right that this yeah. is from the days when you would watch an episode and then that would be it you know you wouldn't watch it repeatedly over and over except yeah. no wait we, we, we did we definitely did we did but like tv was made for people it wasn't people were expected to watch tv on the day it was aired and then move on yeah. with their lives it's not like these days where <laughs> you're expected to record things and like, they binge watch yeah. and re-watch things pour over it exactly yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> make, make podcasts about it. Twenty five years later, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so the curse is broken. We're on this shore again. The curse again. is broken.
0: That that uh, we've we've lost the pirates, by the way. The, the, the pirates having they got um, sucked down, right? So Bing yeah, Bing Bong, Bing Bong says no. We'll we'll skim across the edge of Charybdis and we'll use the. He, he's basically relying on centrifugal force to fling them free the other side.
1: But um, joke's Newton on him. Hasn't been invented yet.
0: Yes, ha ha. <laughs> so they they go down, not like that, and not like that. But they go they go down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so we then get yeah. the kind of the the, the bookend. So we started we started the show with um, Gabrielle being washed up on, well not not being washed up on shore, but we 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 started with this effect started of a shipwreck, shipwreck wreck, and we end with a shipwreck, and we're we're ending we're ending with a shipwreck, and. Gabrielle is, is washed up on shore hooray there Zena hooray there are lots of the, the crew so everyone survived apart from Sea props and, and Hidsim who's been buried at sea Um, Ga- Gabrielle is saying goodbye to her squid friends So the, yeah. the last of the
1: and she says goodbye the last to of the ill-advised snack she says goodbye to her old man who fancied, who fancied her but now that he's got yeah. a whole land's worth of opportunities he doesn't fancy it anymore that's basically
0: yeah, he, he goes off saying, I, I hope you understand. yes
1: yeah, Basically, you were good enough for me when you were the only option. Yes.
0: <laughs> but now the now the world is my lobster.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um So Gabrielle, in case you hadn't in Gabrielle um tells us the moral of the story in case you hadn't got it, which mm-hmm. is that it's more important to love others. Than to be loved yeah. yourself. Yeah. We got it, Gabrielle. We did understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, but, we did. Well, yeah. There might have been
0: people who didn't. <laughs> Maybe.
1: Well, <laughs> well, whatever. Um and then they see Seacrops lying face down on the grass, they're like, oh no, Seacrops, he's dead. Except it turns out, remember he he's alive. Turns out <laughs> that he's immortal, if you recall. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Thanks Athena. Cheers doll. Um <laughs> I wonder if he'll continue to be immortal now. Or if the uh, as if if he'll just go back to being a normal mortal dude now yeah. that he's back on land. But We've, I don't know. We may never know. We'll never we know never because know. he never appears again, but like someone should write a fanfic
0: where we meet him again, I think that'd be quite cool. Yeah, Crops. Crops, if you're listening, write in. Yeah. He's <laughs> still yeah. out there
1: totally <laughs> he's still out there yeah <laughs> um yeah. and that's nice right because like he's like uh maybe I can help others the way you help me Zena. so like there's another little yeah. thread going through season two of guest star meeting guest stars who then are inspired by Xena to go and become good disciples people- wandering <laughs> heroes yeah so we had that yeah. with um Palamon as well Palamon yeah and then we've got yeah. Seacrops Knight he would be quite good as a wandering immortal hero, wouldn't he they? Very good. Yeah. That would have been a good spin-off.
0: Yeah. What they should have done, right? Yeah. Is given him a spin-off and and cancer can um, Hercules.
1: Hercules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally.
0: That would have been better in every way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So good, he's gonna good, go good,
0: good guest star.
1: He's gonna go help people and he's gonna start by finding Hadse's daughter. And yeah. um so that's nice. Um we didn't mention any uh, anywhere in the episode. Um, Haseem's little pet name for Seacrops, which was Rama, so that's a hint yeah. that we've got we've got foreshadowing for the India arc there, right? Because like Haseem was obviously yeah from India. uh, uh mm. <laughs> that's a pretty. It, it, he's like uh Seacrups is like I suppose for he comes from that some great hero. I mean like it's a bit more than that. Rama is a a, a Hindu deity, the an avatar of yeah. Vishnu. So. Like he really held him in high esteem and respect.
0: Um, yeah. So yeah you no, just say you're you're going full comic sh- comic sh- comic book guy. Well yeah. uh, 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 actually, 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 actually
1: Actually I think you will fine. <laughs> I have been watching a lot of Simpsons yeah. lately, to be fair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it when you do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, so That's um good. he's like, uh well I'll go there, but I'll walk there, ha ha. ha because um, Poseidon's still going to be mad at me and Zena's like, oh, he'll get mad at someone else pretty soon. That's his way. Which is true because he got over being mad at UC Crops and was mad at Xena for that tiny perceived yeah. <laughs> slight. And then the episode ends with a shot, an ominous shot of Bing Bong sailing the high seas through a mist because, oh, look, yeah. it's the new cursed mariner. It's Bing Bong. He deserves it, though,
0: because he's a douche. Well... He does deserve it because he's a douche, but he hasn't hasn't done anything to piss Poseidon off. He's just convenient. He's just there. Well,
1: no, but he failed to stop Seacrops' ship or whatever. I guess. I don't know.
0: He wasn't working for Poseidon, though. He was working for Mordecai. What a
1: guy. I don't know. It doesn't need to make sense. The point is that Poseidon... No, true. Well, the thing is, right, Poseidon definitely strikes me as the kind of douchebag who, when the person that he was mad at gets out of his reach, he would just transfer it onto the nearest target.
0: Yes, that's yeah. true. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah, he he needs a whipping boy
1: basically. Basically, yeah. He's he's so yeah. insecure that he needs to put other people down. You know, he could do yeah. with he could do with a bit of ancient Greek therapy.
0: <laughs> he could. Yeah. <laughs> hey ho. So, I I like this episode. Yes. Very much. Do you? i got to say, yeah, I like it very much. I like the insane extraness <laughs> of Xena <of Zina> jumping <laughs> jumping from shore to ship. Yeah. Um, Tony Todd, best guest star possibly ever.
1: Yeah. Possibly I'm to, I'm ever. I'm struggling to think of a better one.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we've got some good recurring ones. Obviously, um, Callisto, VV really yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Ted Campbell, Vivi good, <laughs> Vivi bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in terms of one offs, I I think I think he's got it. Yeah, I
1: agree. I think
0: he's got it. I mean, it's but yeah, it. he's, he's
1: Is he would would he would, is Tony Todd famous ish? Is it? He's been he's, in a lot well, of he's, things. Is he sort of the same way way Bruce
0: Bruce Campbell yeah. is famous. Is with, oh. within a certain um, genre within a, a certain. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. So you know, within some circles, he's he, he's he's excellent at what he does, but what he does is a bit niche. Oh, okay, fair enough. But yeah, he, big, he's big, big name.
1: Did quite a lot of guest roles on Star Trek as well, because he played Worf's brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I recognized him on Star Trek from Xena <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. He does a lot. He does a lot of horror, fantasy, you know, that kind of yeah that kind of stuff anyway he's great yeah yeah so 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 charismatic mm-hmm. I think is the word Talks. for him
1: yeah yeah you could definitely if they'd if they if they'd want seriously i have said this before if they'd wanted to have a Xena falls in love with a seafaring man episode yeah they should have picked him instead but then yeah. they, then it wouldn't have um, you know the point of the episode about the moral of the story about love wouldn't have worked if they'd had her fall in love with him and that would be the the cure for the curse that would have been a much no worse
0: episode. it could have it would but it could have had her fall in love with him and it still not lift the curse uh,
1: could that might that. have worked, yeah, that would have been yeah. slightly better, huh, yeah, yeah makes
0: Best, sense. better better for the story but but not better for
1: not better for us Gabrielle, yeah, not better <laughs> yeah. for us,
0: <laughs> so good news anyway. they didn't do that, yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, all right, so what are you gonna rate it, friend
0: um I'm wondering if shitty Poseidon knocks a point off and takes it down to a nine. Nah. But I think it's I think it's a ten. Yeah, I think think it's it's a ten.
1: I think it's a ten. Yeah. This is a this is one of the best episodes of the season I think.
0: Yeah. uh, Well, it's a ten then.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good season. Season two is not the best season of Xena. That is, my opinion, is season three. We're getting there. (laughs) (laughs) In Um, my view, anyway, season three is the best season. Mm.
0: Um, Well, I'll Let's I reflect on that when we get to the end of season three.
1: Yeah, I suppose. I, I mean, I remember. didn't. I didn't think so Obviously. at the time because it's got a lot of the angst yeah. and the drama in it. But yeah, from a, yeah. After it's done and with many decades of distance, um, it's I think mm. it's a, a really good season. So we will get there soon. Okay. Because next week yeah. is our season finale.
0: Boo boo. It is, and um, yep. it's a comedy of eros.
1: Yes. So we, a very strange to... season finale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> The reason why it's a season finale is because um, the network...
0: Is it it to do with Lucy Lawson's pelvis?
1: No, it's because the network wouldn't let them have 24 episodes in the season like they did for the first season. They only wanted 22 episodes. Um, So they had um, two extra episodes that were filmed as part of the season two production, which got then punted into season three instead.
0: Um yeah, I see, are are they the first two episodes yep. of season two Yeah, the Furies. Two,
1: and, yeah, the Furies and been there, done that. So oh, okay, I think the Furies might have been intended as the season two finale. Yeah, that makes that would make more sense. Yeah,
0: that would make more sense.
1: So yeah, yeah. there you go. Comedy right. episode to end season so. two. <laughs> sort of makes sense though, because there's been quite a lot of comedy in
0: the season. <laughs> anyway, has. so a, a very healthy hearty 10 out of 10 for the lost mariner yeah and we'll see you this time next week for a comedy of eros bye bye
1: thank you for listening to this episode of a bird's eye view with me wonko and her professor flimflam follow us on twitter at bird's eye podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice we're on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify and amazon and of course on the podbean app feel free to leave us a review but only if it's a good one bye